Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back to episode 57 of Ancient World Podcast. In this episode, we're going to continue with the Purgatory, the second canto. And this is the place where uh, the boat, or a boat of uh, souls, are coming to the shores. And um, we see the first uh, meeting and, and discussion of the path that's before them. Uh, and there's also lots of humor and beauty in, this, uh, in the opening of this canto and also as we're still in the second book uh, we are constantly reminded as we said in the in the last two episodes about the contrasts we, that that Dante is using in the second book to create uh, a world of hope and brightness and beauty and you have all these descriptions of just natural scenes just like sparkling and, and beautiful and this is also a part of the this is like symbolic and metaphor for the hope and uh, the redemption and the, the cleansing that's about to happen. And also in a sense the rebirth. So that's uh, the last part of the first canto when he pulls up a little reed from the ground and immediately a new one is growing up, like he calls it a miracle. It's also a, a metaphor for this rebirth, that it will something new will grow up immediately, uh, which is the souls that, that are coming there, who that are partly tainted by their sins, and then they will be reborn as as uh, new and, and uh, <laughs> saved souls uh, and ready for the ascent into the heavens and just the good life in some sense. Okay, so uh, we're going to start in the big at the beginning of this canto, which is just more beautiful poetry. The sun was touching the horizon now the highest point of whose meridian arc was just above Jerusalem. And he goes on to describe this, the, the skies, the dawn and the sunrise. Thus where we wear Aurora's lovely face, with a vermilion flush on her white cheeks, was aging in a glow of golden light. This is the skies. Aurora is an Italian word for, for sunrise and for dawn, which is yet another metaphor for rebirth and a new beginning and, and hope increasing brightness and uh, good life and, and knowledge and enlightenment and everything. So they see the beautiful sunrise. And there's another thing here with uh, the, the sun is also uh, an indication of time. And of the three books in the comedy, you only have time in the second book, in the Purgatory. Purgatory is the only book with time. The first and the third book are uh, timeless, kind of more... Uh, like disconnected eternal worlds with no time. And then as, he, as uh, Dante and Virgil are standing there at the beach at the shore, they see something coming from the, from the ocean. Suddenly I saw, low in the west, 
like the red glow of Mars that burns at dawn through the thick haze that hovers on the sea. A light, I hope to see it come again, moving across the waters at a speed faster than any earthly flight could be. I turned in wonder to my guide, and then, when I looked back at it again, the light was larger and more brilliant than before. And there appeared, on both sides of this light, a whiteness indefinable, and then another whiteness grew beneath the shape. So this is a, a boat that's approaching, and the boatman is an angel, so what he sees is an angel with two wings. My guide was silent all the while. But when the first two whitenesses turned into wings and he saw who the stairman was, he cried, Fall to your knees, fall to your knees. Behold the angel of the Lord and fold your hands. So this is how you how the introduction of what is happening on the Mount Purgatory as people are coming, the souls are coming, they're transported and then they have to go through the uh, ascent of and the climb of the Mount Purgatory to be cleansed of the sins. And then on the boat, they are singing. There's a, about a hundred souls, more than a hundred souls were in his ship, and they're singing in Exeter Israel the Egypto. They were all singing with a single voice, chanting it verse by verse until the end. So here's a connection to the biblical stories and Exodus, that out of Israel. Sorry, out of Egypt, an exit to Israel from Egypt, uh, which is also a metaphor for uh, that. Those stories from darkness into brightness, and from uh, slavery and a bad life into a paradise and a good life. The angels, the, the angels signed them with the holy cross, and they rushed from the ship onto the shore. He disappeared swiftly as he had come. So this is the first kind of act in, in this canto where the souls are coming on the boat with the angel and then it just floats over the water. And you have more imagery here that the boatman doesn't need uh, sails, he doesn't need, need, need uh, to, to row the boat, he's just using his angel wings and flights, uh, it flies lightly over the, the oceans. And then the souls see Virgil and Dante, and they think they are part of the purgatory, so they start asking them of where they should go. And then Dante and Virgil have to explain to them that they, <laughs> they too are not, well, they are there to, to do the same climb. So the souls say, uh, if you should know the road that leads up to the mountainside, show us. Virgil answers them. We seem to think that we are souls familiar with this place, but we, like all of you, are pilgrims here. We just arrived, not much ahead of you, but by a road which was so rough and hard, to climb this mountain now will be like play. So there's a contrast to the first book and the journey we went through, also on this podcast, <laughs> in the previous episodes. So the, the climb on the mountain is, is like play compared to the, the deep journey through the, through the earth. The souls who noticed that my body breathed and realized that I was still alive, in their amazement, turned a deathly pale. So this is another theme through the whole work that they, people around they discover that Dante is a living person, as opposed to all, <clears throat> all the other ones who are dead, or souls in the shades. Uh, 
And then he sees um, one of the souls who is an old friend of him. So one of these souls pushed forward, arms outstretched, and he appeared so eager to embrace me that his affection moved me to show mine. But then this is a, is a soul, and then Dante is a person. So, uh, oh, empty shades, whose human forms seem real. Three times I clasped my hands around his form. As many times they came back to my breast. This is kind of, he's reaching out to give a hug <laughs> to this uh, soul. And, and then he just, ends, just goes straight through the soul, and it, he ends up with the arms around himself. Like, they come back to his own breast. Uh, I must have been the picture of surprise, for he was smiling as he drew away. And I plunged forward still in reach of him. And then he sees that this, this shade is a person called uh, Casella. And uh, they start talking. And then there's a reference here to that. Uh, the people are coming from uh, the Tiber's mouth. So... The souls, uh, when when people died at the time, so the, the souls that went that would go to purgatory or to the paradise, go to Ostia, uh, which is the from Rome and towards the, the the west coastline on Italy. The Tiber goes out, and where the mouth of the the river Tiber is, is called Ostia, and that's where. Uh, this, in this case, the angel collects the souls and brings them to the island of the mountain purgatory. And the other ones, they go to uh, Acheron's shore. And there's a small thing here that uh, even the people who... or <laughs> No one goes straight to paradise in this work. They all go to Mount Purgatory. Even the ones who are destined for paradise have to climb the mountain of purgatory. Which have kind of implications about like there's there's always a sin in every human life in, at some scale. Okay, so then his friend starts to sing, and there and the, here is more of the humor in Dante. So Casella, the soul that he tried to embrace and he's just clasping his own around himself, starts to sing "Amor che ne ne lamenta mia ragione." Which is uh, the love that I that is in my mind, which is a phrase from Dante, like the historical writer Dante's own early poetry. <laughs> so he puts his own <laughs> early poetry into into this work, and it's it's sung by a friend of him. And then this is a kind of yeah, comic scene here because he starts singing, and then they're all spellbound. So all the, the souls are just standing there and <laughs> listening to this beautiful voice and the beautiful song. And then comes Cato, <laughs> the guardian of the Mount Purgatory. He suddenly he comes and interrupts it. So, and while we stood enraptured by the sound of these sweet notes, a sudden cry. What's this, you lazy souls? It was the just old man. What negligence to stand around like this, run to the mountain, shed that slough which still does not let God be manifest in you. So he comes to shed the slough is um, is to like a, from a serpent like a snake that uh, the skin so it's kind of get rid of your old skin which is another metaphor for rebirth and, and renewal and also the, is the is Cato as the 
the, the big uh, hero of Dante as moral integrity and being like uh, uncorrupted, and also as the historical person who, who sacrificed his life not to not to compromise his integrity and, and not to bend to Caesar. So Cato says this, and there's a there's a thing with Cato that he's he's unemotional always, <laughs> as he's rep- represented there. He's he's about so he's a very stoic in his uh, philosophy. Like you're here to climb the mountain to to cleanse yourself. Don't stand around, sing, and enjoy yourselves. Get to work, <laughs> and uh, it's a bit the same from the opening where he, in Virgil, tries to flatter Cato by talking about his beautiful wife, and then Cato says, "Thank you, but why are you flattering me? You told me you were sent from the heavens <laughs> to show Dante the way, so you don't have to say anything more." So he has this, I appreciate your emotion and the pleasantries, but it's not necessary. So now he comes and, and tells the souls, get to work, start climbing the mountain. So that just as a flock of pigeons in a field, peacefully feeding on the grass and tears, no longer strutting proud of how they look, immediately abandon all their food, flying away, seized by a greater need. If something should occur that startles them, so did the new flock new-formed flock of souls give up their feast of song and seek the mountainside. So he's using the imagery here of pigeons having, walking around as a flock and eating food, and then suddenly they have something more important to do. So a theme in this is that cleansing your soul and working on your inner morals and the deeper things in your own life is sometimes much more important than enjoying like an entertainment and a bit of food or a nice song. There are some deeper things that sometimes you have to, to take care of this and work on that. So this is a, a gentle reminder from Dante about the intention of the second book and also between the lines in your own life. Like this is sometimes this is this is the important things to to focus on and learn about and kind of uh, yeah grow yourself and, and uh, also think about uh, and your own renewal in your real life. That's, he wouldn't explicitly say this, but it's, it's kind of a, a part of the whole work. Okay, so uh, we're going to end this episode here. Um, so again, the main themes is the boat with the souls by the angel and Cato who is just stopping the fun they're having and say, Start climbing the mountain, get to the slope, and uh, start cleansing yourselves. And overall themes like rebirth, and then also the beauty that's that's everywhere in, in the poem at this point, which makes it a, a real joy to read, and it's just incredible. And it's a it's a display from Dante, which he he's doing this in so many different places in the whole work. He's often just holding back, and then sometimes he's just showing us like, I look what I can do, and he. He writes just the most brilliant, beautiful visual scenes um, for a specific purpose. And then he goes back to like, the more neutral form in, in other parts of the work. So it's, um, it's very impressive. Uh, okay, so we're going to stop there and um, uh, hope you enjoy some of this. And I hope you're having a, uh, a great day. Thanks for listening and see you again soon.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.